This is my main man. No? Okay. Nah, that's not for me. <laughs> uh, that is, yeah, that's so interesting. I would not have guessed that uh, based on your music and your album titles, but it just yeah. goes to show. I'm high on life, man. <laughs> <laughs> but are you high on relationships, Blackhead? Let's, not uh, really. <laughs> let's, oh, are, are you married? Are you? Uh... I, I was married. I was married for uh, 15 years. Oh, okay. Um, somewhat recently divorced. I'm like... Okay. I oh, so we're both single. We're ish. I have a girlfriend. But like we're, but we're like middle-aged, not married people. Exactly. But you've been married, so you already got me beat on that. Um, do I have you beat? Hmm. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm saying in the respectability uh, level, like uh, definitely uh, middle-aged, never married guy. I don't know. If you know, if you knew how it ended, you might not say that. But let's <laughs> save that for a future episode. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we're we're two unmarried folks. Um, yeah. I, I I have a girlfriend. Are you in a relationship? No, no. Okay, okay. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm single. Free agent. Free agent. Um, but I, can I just say that I do think that the people who give the best advice about relationships are not people in relationships, especially not married people, because <laughs> their shit is biased as fuck, and they also like mm-hmm. they they I think they generally kind of hate single people. <laughs> <laughs> the freedom are they they just have not they don't hate that's strong word but there's a there's a there's an animosity towards single people or like absolutely. a or just like or like you're not a serious person like that kind of thing absolutely and, uh, but i think as i've always been like someone who uh who gives really good dating advice to my friends or get really good like i have a lot of girlfriends who call me asking me to um decipher man speak to them i've <laughs> really good at because i'm like oh he means this and then right. two weeks later, like, oh, you're right. I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're not we're not that deep. I'm about to say uh, he's trying to hit. What yeah. that means is he's trying to get some. Yeah. Uh, no, you're I, you're 100 right. I feel like when I was married, and I would talk to single people about the benefits of marriage or whatever, um, it was always this thing of like you're kind of talking yourself into it. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weighted. It's very weighted. Absolutely. I have an investment in saying that marriage is great because, yeah. like, I'm doing it. <laughs> so <laughs> low key, right? So um, I think you're spot on in the sense of don't trust married people. Um, Although I will say, uh, counterpoint, my my advice will generally be weighted toward uh, like, eh, you sure you want to do that? <laughs> you know, like, like it's like. It's kind of, it's definitely weighted toward my own shit, not, not, sure. a, not a larger scheme thing. Like, I'm better with specific advice than I am with, like, should I date this person? Because I'll be like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> Why would you do that? You know? <laughs> so, um, which, I mean, honestly, most of the time is going to be a good look. Uh, yeah. I feel like I feel like relationships are, are such a toss-up. And that's why you come to podcasters and producers 
for love advice. Um, so the, the tweet that kind of started it all, um, and your Twitter is so robust, I can't find it, but I feel like I remember it. Um, you were posing the question is that uh, there's this idea of the friend zone, right? Yes. Uh, this which, is idea, debated, which is heavily debated, by the way. Which was heavily contested. I, I saw that kind of back and forth, and I have my own thoughts. It about didn't it. happen. It didn't happen that much in that tweet. But when I see the friend zone come up on Twitter, like people are like, it does not exist. It does like it's usually and, and like there's all these arguments, and I, and I get both sides of it. But uh, I think it does exist. So you're uh, you're a friend zone truther, and and, uh, and and the fuck zone definitely exists. And the fuck zone. So you posited it as there's a friend zone, right, um, where it's this platonic thing that uh, men, and we'll qualify this right now, cisgender men, yes. um, don't like to end up in. And then there's this other space, which I feel like men are always seeking, um, that you properly called out, is like a fuck zone. Like yeah. wanting to have a sexual relationship that doesn't have all of the strings attached to it. Um, that a, a traditional relationship structure has. And so it's kind of, it was an interesting kind of dynamic. I had never thought about giving that zone a name. Uh, <laughs> but let's let's start with the friend zone. It is it is heavily contested. You believe it exists. Blockhead, why does it exist? What is it? Okay, well, I, I should clarify that. That like, there's a lot of cases where a guy will get put in the friend zone, which meaning like he's pining for a woman that's not interested in him. Mm -hmm. And he'll be like, I'm in the friend zone. And the girl's like, dude, I was never interested in you. I don't give you any reason to think I'd be interested in you. Right. So what that guy is not in the friend zone. Okay. Okay. That, that guy is, is a, is a guy who is just thirsty and is barking up the wrong tree and can't separate friendship between men and women from pining for her affection. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, the but what does exist though is that when that situation happens, when there's two people who are friends, mm -hmm. and the guy, the guy clearly likes the girl, and the girl is not interested in the guy, but she likes the attention. And talk about and, it, brother. And because of that, she will play into his his uh, his uh, interests in her. Just for, you know, maybe for emotional support, maybe for whatever she gets out of it. I mean, it's a friendship, but she's aware and she's not stopping that at all. And that guy is in the friend zone. <laughs> that guy, like, because okay. she's throwing hints at him every now and then where he's like, wait a minute. Do I have a chance? Yeah. The other, guy, the other guy I'm talking about. No, there's no <laughs> like that guy is just right. you know, screaming into a vacuum. There's no there's no chance. Okay. This guy is like. Oh, like, oh, she told me I look cute today. Like, what is that about? Like little, little hints. And granted, anyone could read into anything, but that's, that's a version of the friend zone that I think is real and exists. Got you. And, Got you. Uh, and, and to say it doesn't, when, when, when women are like, that doesn't exist. I'm like, you're being disingenuous because it's, it does. Cause I, I would say most men have been in that situation where they, and, and granted, like it is a, you know, it is, it all comes down to unrequited interest but uh it's more the 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 teasing and 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 dangling of carrots that makes the friend zone exist without that it's just a, a stalker <laughs> you yes. <laughs> you've just been curbed and you 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 haven't got yeah. the memo yeah. as opposed to the friend zone thank you for that distinction and also um, what's real friendship that's another question too like what is real between a man and a woman like i have plenty of female friends 
most of whom I have not slept with. Like, like we are, we're old friends and like, uh, I can't imagine being a friend. Like, like, like I wouldn't, yeah. cause they're my real friends. Like I would not, I would not want to sleep with them. You know? The zone part infers that there's an interest on one side that isn't shared, but um, I like your breakdown of like, but the illusion of it, one party could kind of like keep yes. going. And it, um, yes. and it goes the other way and it, and it reflects exactly with the fuck zone. Because guys will, guys will emotionally manipulate a girl into thinking that it's more than fucking. But mm-hmm. when it comes time for, for that shit to get faced, they'll be like, nope. They're like, just fucking. They, they, they back off. They stop returning texts on time. Like everything, you know, they fade the girl out. And uh, that's, 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 I mean, that's more fucked up than the friend zone. Cause then you're, you're, you know, you're definitely taking someone's like physical. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. From their physical, physical body. But uh, it's, it, you know, they're the, it, they do mirror each other, I think, really, really well. And I think the word uh, that you use that makes a lot of sense to me is this idea of manipulation. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause I kind of feel like I have been there, right? In terms of like, does she really like me, or does she just like the attention of yeah. a male whom, uh, you know, she can kind of keep on the sidelines? I think um, as somebody who has had and still has like good female friendships, I think it's important for men to be honest about your intentions. The only only pushback I would give is I feel like there's a guy and I've been this dude and I've seen this dude who has intentions, but is afraid to speak on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he kind of plays into this whole friend zone dynamic by continuing to kind of pursue. But I think it's an, I think it's incumbent upon a man. It's like, if that's what you want, you really have to put that shit out. You you absolutely you you make your own bed in those situations, and it's and just as it's disingenuous for the girl to like flirt and like kind of dangle the carrot, it's disingenuous for the guy to be like friend to friend, like he's the super friend who's there for yeah. all the time, and there's no flirting, and like and yeah. like he's just this great, like he might as well be a eunuch. It doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> and like like that guy is is only playing himself, and the and the girls she just thinks she has a friend, which is not fair at all, you know. But when you kind of sad too, right? Yeah, and I and I think it's common because I think men are uh, scared to uh, to be vulnerable, and I, I think uh, putting yourself forward like that with someone who you actually like, let alone I mean, like th- these aren't situations where a guy's just trying to hit. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a guy who's like I I want to date this person, which is already like hard for a guy <laughs> to even want to do. Right. <laughs> like, right. Right. Uh, and again, it's not the girl's fault that that's that that they're desired by this guy. But it's just like the guy really has to, like you said, you have to you have to let your intentions known in some way. Like like keep you have to keep that dynamic of like, oh, I'm flirting with you. Yeah. Don't forget I'm flirting with you, <laughs> <laughs> which can be hard because, again, sometimes girls just like the attention. And like I've definitely been talking to girls before who I who kind of put me in that zone and they'd be talking to another guy and they just vanish. And then they come back around and they're like, oh, I miss you. And I'm like, do you? <laughs> or, <laughs> I think you're bored. And like, that's, you know, but that goes both ways. I mean, guys, again, with the fuck zone, it's, it got, it's way more <laughs> devious <laughs> than the friend zone. <laughs> I mean, it really is. And, and, and to your point of like trying to coach your female friends, ladies, and I know there's like 0.2 ladies listening to this. Yeah. Um, uh, I do feel like, there's a type of guy who feels like um, 
he is owed pussy for kindness. Oh God, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, you're just you're, you're being super sweet, um, and you feel like you're kind of owed something for that. And I I just you know if I could go talk to my younger self, I'd be like, um, it's not like a pussy for compliments no. kind of trade off. That's not how it works, bro. <laughs> um, I mean, it's also not even only that because that is a major like the entitlement of a man who, who thinks like, oh. <laughs> I bought her dinner. What the fuck? But like, <laughs> but it's also like just assuming that any girl that's nice to you wants you in a sexual manner at all, yes. which is like, yes. I mean, it's, it's tough. I, I like, I, I, I've seen it with people like that's not, I, I've never been a person who like equated niceness with wanting to fuck at all. Like that's just not, right. but, uh, but I've seen it like, Oh, yo, she's feel, it's like a guy who's like, the stripper is really nice. Like I'm, I think you're feeling me. I'm like, dude, Relax. <laughs> it's literally her job. Yeah, right. she, she, she's, she wants tips. <laughs> she does yeah. not. Oh, that's funny. That is a guy, though. That's a type. That's that's a real guy. That's a, I mean, we would call that. A, would that be a simp? Would, would that, that be, be a simp? I guy, think that is. I think that's simp behavior. Yeah, it is simp. I think. I think assuming that a girl owes you anything is. I don't know if that's simp behavior, but it's. It's like incelish in the in the. It's definitely in the in the in the realm of incel. Yes. I'd say. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, and it is. It's this weird entitlement um, about relationships. About um, any woman who gives you attention is somehow um, advertising that she wants a sexual relationship. So I kind of feel like the friend zone could be mitigated by uh, guys. We just we got to be honest. Not a strong suit. Um, but we we have to be honest about what our intentions are and also be willing to hold that L. I don't know how you feel about this, but I kind of feel like men of today struggle with rejection more than ever. Oh, I mean, well, they're not used to talking to people's faces, that's for sure. But uh, but I would say that uh, I mean, listen, I, I don't like rejection, but I'm also I've never been a person to really put myself out there like that. Like I like, you know, you got like people who just like talk to girls in the street or like walk yeah. up to strangers at bars. Like I've never been that guy. Yeah. I just like I'm like because I'm also like I don't like if that would piss me. Be, that would bother me if I was a yes. girl, a fucking guy. Yes. Just start talking, I'd be like, yeah, leave me alone. Um, so uh, I had never done that. But like in that sense, I'm not into rejection. And I, but I have friends who are just like. Pew pew pew! Just yeah, just shoot volume them. shooters, baby. They do not care. Yeah, you know, they are fucking Rashad McCants out there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, three for eighteen, but yeah. you had those three. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, yeah. I, I don't know, but I, I would like to say something about the about the fuck zone though. That that the parallel that we're talking about is if and this has happened to me a lot as a single guy. You get in a lot of like you know like situationships. Mm. Um, and, uh, and I'm never, um, I, 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 at least I try not to be dishonest about my intentions. Like I, I don't, I definitely don't fucking blow smoke up girls asses if I don't have something bigger in mind. you know what I mean? Real intentions. And, uh, but then there's the entitlement on their end hmm. where they assume that doesn't, what you say does not matter <laughs> where they assume like, oh, he said those words to me, but like. I'll fix that. Or like, <laughs> like, like, the, and I'm, and, and I'm like, you know, you're working against someone who is like, I already know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I can't speak on women, uh, how they feel, but like, usually when I, when I meet a girl, I kind of know the ceiling of what that's going to be. Interesting. 
like within, I mean, maybe not immediately, but like within, within, within a certain window of time, like when you get to another movie, you're like, all right, like this could be this. Yes. Okay. And, and, and being honest about that is difficult, but also there's ways to do it that are not um, asshole-ish. Just being like, you know, I'm, this is, this is, this is what I'm offering. If you don't like it, I understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I would never blame you for that and no hard feelings. Uh, but yeah, I, but there is an entitlement from both that they, they bring it themselves. Oh, hundred percent. And I, the, the whole communication thing, right? Like, I think a lot of women misread guys and think that men are as complex with their communication oh. styles as yeah. women are. And we're really not like, like, no, we're, it, we're, we're basic as fuck with that shit. And, and also like, I mean, there's, there's so, there's some obvious signs about guys, like, like anytime a, a a girlfriend of mine is like, yeah, so like we were texting every day for like a week, and then you know, then he it slowly started to like trail off, and now he doesn't respond for like five hours. I'm like, oh, it's it's over. <laughs> like it's <laughs> like a, I'm like, I mean, is he is he in? Did he go to war or something? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Is he a Rikers? Like what? Like something unless something happened, or unless he's like really busy. Like in this day and age, like no one is not by their phone. Sure. Like, and it happens with guys too. Like girls trail off too. Yep. I mean, I, I can say from the dating apps, like, man, if you fucking leave a conversation for a second, you're done. It's <laughs> like, done. It's, like they are gone. Uh, but like sign, there's, there's always clear signs and men are very obvious. I think because when, when we want to give someone attention, we do. And we don't, yeah. we don't, you know, but, but I just, I kind of think there's, there's, ah, I, I hate to be generalized so much. But I feel like there's most of the times there's motive, right? Oh. Like let's let's be real. Like most of the time there's motive. Um, I don't know too many heterosexual dudes that are just running around seeking female friendship, which is maybe no. maybe yeah. shitty on our part. Maybe we need to work on that. But I a hundred percent of the time or ninety percent, I I feel like um, guys are seeking. Um, and have we been trained to be dishonest about our intentions? Are we just are we just scared of of being curved? I I think that we're scared that if we are honest with our intentions, we won't get the thing we want. Mm. <laughs> and uh, and mm. also, I would say that like most relationships start from a guy being like that and being like, and then eventually being like, oh, I like this girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's rare that you meet. I mean, unless we're talking about like a situation where it's an old friend that you've like loved forever and you know them well and stuff, but like, but, but to, to go to your point about making friends with girls, that's a hundred percent. But also I would argue past a certain age, no one makes new friends with any. Like, I don't remember last time I made a new male friend. I got dudes I play basketball with who are my guys, but like, I'm not hanging out with them. They're just, you don't know that motherfucker. Yeah. I I mean, I I like them. I love them as people, but like, like I got friends, I got my friends, a click of friends, male and female. And so, so like, like there's this girl I know who's super sweet and, uh, and, and she's very naive when it comes to dating and she's always, and she's like really attractive and guys are always kicking it to her. And, and she's like, Oh, I have a new friend. Like constantly, like I have a new friend. And I had to be like, you have to understand there there's no reason a guy is going to just start talking to you with no agenda yes i mean granted, always agenda. Be, the agenda could be to marry you maybe, yeah. but i mean yeah. like it's there's always an agenda it's not going to be your buddy it's not to be your fucking you know like oh we're going to get dinner every month or something like it's like no it's he wants he wants something out of this and he might be okay with just being your friend but like initially 
that's not that, his that his that's mind. where it comes from. And then I go, Yeah, are we being hmm? I hear your thing on no new friends, because um yeah, at a certain age, I'm, I'm I think like, it's uncommon. I mean, like, I mean, like, good, like, like inner circle close friends. I mean, like, absolutely, acquaintances are different. Like, I've I've made a ton of acquaintances in the last like ten years, but like, yeah, my friends are the people I've known since I was fucking eighteen years old. <laughs> like, like I've known like my friends are are like my friend, my old school friends, right? And it kind of feels like this the the dating app scene as well, which I have not delved into. Um, but it kind of seems like we have so many choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, men and women that um, I don't know. It's it just it kind of feels commodified in a way that like uh, when I kind of witness I'm out, I see men and women interact. I'm kind of like, yeah, a guy is always wants something. There's always an agenda. It's always a sales pitch. I always feel like like it's a used car salesman. We we but, are we're the performers. Yes, you know, like we we it, the used car salesman is is a is an apt description because like we are, in most cases, like we are the ones who are like, accept me, like look, like I can do it, like I'm funny, yeah. like I can afford dinner, I can do like I like all these things that I do. Uh, and, and that's that's our job because because like at the end of the day, they hold the key to what we want. What's good, Patreon homies? It is I, Dim One. I hope y'all are enjoying this yet-to-be-named podcast. Had a lot of fun putting it together. Let us know what you think. Also, wanted to pop in just to let everyone know that me and the bros will be taking part in a very special event at Amigma Records in Berkeley, California on July 8th. We are going to be interviewing Dante Ross as part of a book reading and signing event. His new book, Son of the City, is incredible. I've actually read the entire book. Dante really brings his raw, sometimes abrasive energy to the page. And I highly recommend you cop it, read it. If you're in the Bay Area, come out and join us July 8th, 2 p.m. Amoeba Records in Berkeley. For more information on how to get down with the get down, go to at DadBodRapPod on Twitter, at DadBodRapPod on Instagram, and I think the Amoeba SF website also has the information. So, if you're on the Patreon, you know it's good. You'll find us. Anyway, uh, keep rocking with us. Let us know what you think of this hip hop love friend. podcast. Uh, I'm pursuing the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> My Lord and Savior. <laughs>
Run fast, bro. He's yeah. Jesus, Jesus is quick. Um, let's uh the the Patreon homies when I posed this podcast idea to them, um, they had some some uh, potential names for this podcast. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something dry, like for the love. You know what love is, podcast. Um, but that doesn't seem to be sticking. So I wanted to share a couple, a couple I've come up with, a couple that uh, the the Patreon homies have come with, up with. Um, my crowning jewel right now is straight out of condoms. I love that one. That's my favorite. Uh, Block is is definitely uh, lobbying for that one. It's uh, dark. It's a dark one. <laughs> oh, just just wait, my man. Uh, <laughs> swallow the leader. Um, three inches high and rising. That's a something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's aspirational, but yeah, it's um, aspirational. Uh, 69 till infinity. <laughs> and you, you had, you had talking all that jizz. I went jism yeah. jism <laughs> See, like if, if all the thing is, I know I I I kind of have an idea of what the questions are going to be on this episode, and I know nothing about sex. Unfortunately, not. I I kind of feel like one of the roadblocks that we're hitting here already is I think men are scared to come out with their questions. They got to be anonymous or something. It's got like you got to ask. Uh, I like, got you. Like got if you. I if I ask people in a in like an Insta, in an Instagram story or something for questions, maybe I don't know, or an, e- or an email, I don't know, something like that, because. Uh, I think people are. I, I used to do a thing on my blog back in the day called uh, "Ask uh, What Is it? Ask Doctor Tony," and and people would send me in. I mean, they'd send me in like real life questions, but they would send me like crazy personal relationship questions. Okay, and, okay, and, and they'd be like two paragraphs long. It'd be like a, a novel. Uh, people, you know, but also I think the another issue with this is that the audience is not twenty years old mostly. Yeah. yeah. Probably yeah. mostly mid, mid middle aged to thirty, like guys in their thirties. Thirties and up, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, thirties, thirties. Listen, married people got questions too, right? <laughs> uh, they have the most questions. If I'm to reflect on my time uh, yeah. being in captivity, um, questions from women would be nice. That's a tough. That's a tall order. Uh, I think. I think of our of our hundred plus uh, Patreon subscribers. We've got three women. Um, so hopefully they're tapping into this. I, I want to bounce it off to see how um, how accurate we sound. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's always good to get the counterpoint because, you know. Yeah. I, I feel like, uh, you know, like you said, you don't want to be in a in an echo chamber of like dudism. Yeah. Um, so. All right. Ladies, uh, shoot us some DMs. All three of y'all who I know personally. Uh <laughs> Shoot us some DMs, guys. You have more questions than the ones you sent, but we'll we'll do a solid by uh, kind of honoring some of these questions. Now, before I, I ask these, do you have like you're a musician, like you tour, you do your thing, you you have a particular style of music that you create, and you're kind of dating when you're trying to think about hooking up with somebody, let's say for a relationship. How important is musical taste? Like, if she comes in, like, I'm big on Demi Lovato, is that a deal breaker for you? How do you approach that? I, I think I, what for me, what matters is that they can at least appreciate the shit that I like. 
Okay. And I don't mean like they like it. I mean, like if I'm like playing, like if I met someone who's like, oh, I can't fuck with any like 1970s soul music. I'd be like, what? <laughs> that would be, that would be weird to me. Yeah. Like, so, and I don't expect my girlfriend to listen to fucking underground rap. In fact, I'd rather not talk about it. You know, like I, I, I barely like Twitter makes me want to fucking jump off a building already. Like I don't, I don't need to be like 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 a rollover from having sex and have someone like, like what's your top five? So, <laughs> exactly. Like I, I don't about I, like I don't want to talk about hip hop with anyone past a certain point. Okay. Anymore. Like there's a time in my life where I would have cared about that. Um, I would just ask that like, you know, I like I've like my my longest term ex. Uh, like when we started talking, she would like send me mixtapes of stuff. And it was really dope, kind of like old music. And she put me on to a lot of shit. And we ended up dating for like seven years. And like when we moved in together, I realized I was like, oh, she doesn't listen to any of the shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's all performative. She's listening to like, I mean, she she likes that music. But like the stuff she actually listened to when left to her own devices was like the pop garbage shit that like everyone, you know, so like, and it, I didn't care. Like I didn't, it didn't bother me. Like I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And like, you know, and, and, and if I'm dating, like, for instance, if I'm dating any girl, like any millennial girl, chances are they like porn or chances are they like, you know, like they liked some shitty, yeah. some super, something that I think is the worst music on earth. Yeah. But like, again, I don't really care. It doesn't, as, as long as I don't have to sit and listen to it, I don't care. And I'm like, and I wouldn't force my music on them either in the same way. You know, you, you, you there has to be a middle ground in some ways, but as far as like, what they like on a larger scale, like fucking, you know, go crazy. You know, <laughs> it's just, you have to have some, middle. there has to be some middle ground, but it's not, to me, it's not that important. Um, I mean, there's That's some, music that speak, there's some music that speaks volumes of people's personalities, mm -hmm. uh, but I, even that I'm kind of growing out of uh, being bothered by like, you know, I'll, I'll give you corn. If that was your time. If you found corn upon your own and chose to make that, if you found Lincoln Park yeah. later, yeah, that's that's a yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a whole <laughs> that's a red flag for me. I it's, I can't like yeah, like liking music from your formative years is really, I mean shit. Like there's there's plenty of guys my age who still only listen to fucking music from ninety one to ninety four. Absolutely, and they're children. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like they're arrested development, stuck in mud, motherfuckers. And I wouldn't want to fucking talk to them. I'd rather talk to a Taylor Swift fan than them. But yeah. Because they're like, ew, 98? <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, it's it's just a yeah, it's just that you're stuck in that place. And so, but I understand people our formative years are important to us. I'm not an yeah. I'm not a nostalgic person. Uh I tend to want to move on onward and forward. forward. Yeah. Uh yeah. But I still, you know, I still love the music I grew up listening to. I don't listen to it anymore, but I, I it's I, there. It's, I have fondness for it. And if someone else liked, if I was dating a girl who was into that and I could put her on to shit, that'd be cool. But like, I also don't have any expectations of that. But that's never happened, right? Uh, I've put girlfriends on to stuff, but I put a lot of soul music, like a lot of like good, okay. like, soul, okay. like not non rap stuff is I'm about to say, I, it, you, you sat shorty down. It was like, listen, Illmatic is what you really need to tap in. With, oh, it wouldn't, it right wouldn't be that. It'd be like, you heard this Godfather Don beside. <laughs> <laughs>
Speaking of Nas, we, we found out this week, or maybe we found out, I don't know if this has been confirmed or not, that uh, Khalees and Bill Murray are an item which my girlfriend astutely pointed out. Does that make Nas and Bill Murray Eskimo brothers? I mean, literally, yes. God damn. Assuming... I have so many questions about this. <laughs> yes, just on the pure on the on the level of virility that that Bill Murray could possibly have now. Like, all right, he's seventy three years old, I think, or seventy something. Seventy. He's in his seventies. Khalees uh, is forty three. Yeah. Now, forty three year olds fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Forty three can still like have rigorous sex. Yeah. And probably expect it on a level. Ain't right. no way Bill Murray's fucking. Throwing down anything. Else. Okay, okay. Yes, you're right on that. But but what I didn't consider until just this moment, maybe Bill Murray's kind of latest game is next level. He's he's been around. He's he's had some. I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he better have some tricks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm just saying it. it there's a, there's a lot of ways to to uh, to get to the the finishing point. So I feel like he must have something and or. Um, his charisma and like swagger must just be fucking incredible. It, it, you know what I mean? I, I believe that it is, but also he's like notoriously a total asshole too. But but like, uh, uh, but so is she. Very much so, and oh. also as as my girlfriend astutely pointed out, she's doing like Uber Eats commercials. So <laughs> um, so you know, this dude. Now this is this is not a good example because it is totally uh, it, it's it's it's. I mean, it's one person's opinion, but I, an old friend of mine was her classmate in high school. And when she came out, like when she first came out, he was like, fucking Khalees has an album. I was like, what about it? He's like, he's like oh, I, was, I was in school with her for like four years. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, she was the biggest asshole I've ever met in my life. <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, he's like, she was like the mean girls. Like she yeah, was like, she was that girl in high school. Like she was just mean. And, and, and like, granted, this is one guy's opinion. He easily he he could have easily been in love with her and 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 felt right. scorned for it. so I'm not saying that's true but like I've always had that in the back of my head and then you hear about Bill Murray being a fucking total asshole to children uh, and also to women You're like you know he's I, I I just they they probably got a lot of they must talk about a lot of shit I don't know like yeah. it's it's yeah. not a physical relationship there's no way it's based in physicality yeah because my guy looks like a catcher's man at this point so I, I don't know what's what's in it um but shout out to them i'm I'm all here for unconventional love it's still better than fucking what pacino and de niro are doing right now oh my god can, can, these guys need to be stopped um all right let's let's get a couple questions from the the pagers um this question comes from sean gregory uh, the only CD she owns are 10 Springsteen albums, and she just finished being in a production of Oklahoma. He hasn't listened to anything but rap and prints for three years. What do you suggest on the first date? And I'm going to I'm going to put a qualifier on this question. What blockhead album do you suggest for the first date? Uh, well, she's a Springsteen. All right. So. I mean, that, I mean, first of all, like what Springsteen albums? <laughs> 
<laughs> Which ten? And now I'm saying, like, if it, if it's like New Springsteen, then you're lost. But if it's like if it's like the the fort, like a Nebraska or something like that, I, okay. would, say, I would say music by Cave Light kind of could go. Okay. I mean, if we're being very generous with what music by Cave Light <laughs> sounds like. But if it's like dancing in the dark era or like fucking yeah. born in the USA, <laughs> like imagine listening to born in the USA now. <laughs> and uh, not being at a Republican convention. Yeah. Even though it is, it is a very anti-American song. It is. Yeah. It is. And they love uh, to play it still. It's it's fucking hilarious. Trump just pussing, pumping his fist. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I, I would always, I always go with like, I think. I feel like Uncle Tony's coloring book is the one because it is the most palatable to all. It's it's good for children. Okay. Like it is, it's upbeat. Um, okay. I, you know that's the, that's the easiest one, but 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 if you take me out of the equation, man, he's only listening to Prince. I mean, Prince has some slow jams. Oh, hundred percent. He's yeah. he has the best slow jams. Yeah. Now, how could that relate to a Springsteen fan? Now I'm searching for a Prince album. Prince has like um, good music guitars in his stuff sometimes. Like, yeah, uh, I would, you know, I mean, I don't don't play Darling Nikki, but like, I don't know, fucking, you know, uh, uh, nothing compares to you, maybe. Okay, okay, that era of, of Prince. Oh, uh, that could be, yeah, a little heavy. Okay. Song. Uh, I actually went to Prince's match in Paisley Park earlier this month, um, on my little vacation jaunt, and um. Fucking amazing. I recommend that everybody do it if you have the opportunity. Wait, what is it? It's called Paisley Park. No, it, it, it's in uh, in Minneapolis? Mm-hmm. Well, it's just outside of Minneapolis. And what what is it? Oh, it's, oh, it's his, his studio or his mansion? His mansion and studio. Oh, shit. Oh, I would love to see that. Yeah, that's yeah cool. no, you totally would. And they give you a tour and shit. And, like, you have to put you have to put your camera in a bag. And it's, it's real serious. Like, dude had all this shit together. Um... But it, it, I kind of left being like, um, there was never a hornier, better musician. Oh, yeah. Prince. Nobody blended sexuality and horniness with musicianship, with high-level musicianship, in quite the way that he did. Oh, yeah, um, yes. the fucking genius. Prince and Peaches. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I was just thinking about this question, not to track back to that, but but if we're okay, we're thinking about like Bruce Springsteen, guitar, acoustic guy. Okay. Prince, R&B singer for all intents and purposes. Richie Havens. Oh my God. <laughs> Richie Havens. Kind of the middle ground between Prince and Bruce Springsteen is Richie Havens. There you go. Play Richie Havens. <laughs> Play Motherless Child. Yeah, um, which is the best. The be- That shit is so good. Dude, why did, now we're completely tangential. Why do they keep Richie Havens from you? I had to be like a whole grown ass man oh for like, there's a badass black folk singer, Dude, um, the illest man. He has um, a version of uh, uh, It Was a Very Good Year, the Sinatra song, that is just like my favorite. I fucking love that song. And uh, okay. like, you know, it's, it's one another case of like a, a soulful guy redoing an old white song and making it better. Yeah, which yeah. there's a there's a yeah. long history. He has a great cover of, of uh, Strawberry Fields as well. Oh, yeah. um, so there you go. Listen to here we go. Listen to Richard Haven, Richie Havens doing Strawberry Fields. Yes. That is your first date. Yeah. Um, when or it goes well, people. I'm sure people have covered old Bruce Springsteen songs. Oh, they might, yeah, that might be tough though. I don't know. Yeah, stick with Richie Havens. I I, I stick with Richie Havens. Did not see that coming. Um, yeah. Next question from Richard Hoffman. 
So my, my fiance and I have been together for 16 years. We love 80s electro funk, but outside of that, our musical tastes are polar opposites. How do you guys deal with this, especially with long car trips and attending live events? I would love to connect with her musically, but her but the subgenres she likes do nothing for me, mostly EDM and all of its subgenres. Oh, that's tough. Uh, listen to podcasts. That's it. Listen it's safe. Listen, listen to the dad bod rap pod. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Let, make her listen to the dad bod rap pod. Spice your shit up. Um, there's something called that my girlfriend makes me listen to on trips. This is 100% true. There's a podcast called uh, Guys We Fucked. Oh, which yeah, is, yeah. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. is does what we're doing right now a lot better. Yeah. And then um, there's um, a podcast called The C Word, which is about infamous women. Throughout history, they did a, a Nicki Minaj and Little Kim episode that was okay. that was pretty dope. Um, or, or if your girl's into true crime, there's endless stuff in that realm. Oh, so much! And most and most girls are into true crime, and most guys, and most people are into true crime. So I feel like like there's a, that's a happy meaning. But musically, I mean, just listen to a shit ton of uh, electro funk or whatever the fuck that genre is. I'm like, damn funk. Would yeah, that no. be your but it sounded like he was like it was eighties stuff, right? Like yeah, like, I'm like that's the best you could do nowadays. I mean, what's like I'm I'm wondering who that is. Is that like a uh, Jeffrey Osborne? Like who's he talking? <laughs> like who's he? Who who's the reference point? Or, or I'm like that's like nucleus, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's like, cool. surely there's like music that's kind of close to that that can. I mean, you know, Flying Lotus. I mean. Like something, yeah, between EDM and, and uh, I mean, honestly, Dan Funk would be uh, 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 Monopoly. Okay. Uh, like like that. Uh, there's, there's a whole, there's a whole scene of that. Uh, um, Thunder, yes. Thundercat even. Thundercat. Oh, uh, there you go. Stuff like that. Uh, Zach Fox made a fucking R&B album. That's 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 kind of cool. He did like a six track R&B album that I was like waiting for the jokes to come. They never happened. <laughs> Really? So that's yeah. out? Okay. It's been out for like a year now, but but it's like all like kind of slow 80s, yeah. music. like 80s R&B type shit. 80s, 80s R&B, Jerry Curl Soul, as we mm -hmm. say. Um, oh, I actually, I do remember that. It's a falsetto, um, a falsetto you know. Oh, it's so interesting. Whenever he puts all that together, he is going to rule the world. Even oh, his yeah. rap album was pretty good, but I was just like... If, if he just... More jokes! Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the. I mean, I love, I love. Uh, you know, you know how I feel about him. But yes, <laughs> he's my, yeah. my favorite. But uh, uh, you know, I, I, he can do no wrong by me. <laughs> yeah, uh, straight up genius. Um, let's see. Uh, Keith Fujimoto, three to five great rap albums with three to five great rap albums to share with someone you're dating to help them gauge a person's compatibility with you. Oof. Oof. Damn, you didn't, I, you didn't, I, I, I can't I, do three to five, bro. Three to five that that like describe me as a per, like like so, like to put forward like what I'm like or or, or I'm or, reading this I, as as like if if you want to be with me, you gotta listen to, you gotta be able to tolerate, you know, Billy Woods maps. <laughs> like, yeah, I would see. I, I would never have those uh that those caveats. <laughs> I'm like you don't you don't like the bushwhackers. <laughs> Like, how dare you? Uh, I don't know, man. That's tough. Three like, to five. Okay, I'll I'll give you. I'll give a. Here's a softball. De La Soul's first three records. Sure. Yeah. I, um, I mean, anything Native Tongues is safe. 
it, you know, this sounds a lot like this. This reminds me of like when I was a teenager and I wanted to play rap in the car with my mom. Which reminds And what I would play in that car and what I would play would be De La Soul, so, my Brothers, Tropical Quest, and Freestyle Fellowship. Yeah. The Innocent Griots, Innocent Griots. Yeah. yeah. Because it had jazz in it. Like yeah. I remember playing, uh, uh, you know, the song Hot. It was a hot. Yeah. Hot, hot. My mom's like, oh, this is like, cause my mom, like, I grew up listening to jazz and shit, and she's like, oh, okay, like she, she, okay, she liked three is a magic number, right? She, she, she was a, she accepted some of it, you know? Yeah. She, especially if she recognized the sample, she was like, oh, but uh, I guess you got to treat this like that. <laughs> it's like, what would be, what would be the touch point that would allow your partner to be like, oh, I can fuck with this, because honestly, when you really get into like rapping, rapping, um. That shouldn't be shared with anyone. <laughs> like, no. it's, just, it's not, if you're not really into it, 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 to me, it's almost like anime or like, you know, how people are into like horror and shit. Yeah. Like when you're not in it, you're not supposed to get it. Exactly. And also like, what's worse than when you're like, when, you, when you're playing something that, that has meaning to you and you, you're, the lyrics mean a lot to you and you're like, listen, and then you, you're playing it and you can just tell the person is just does not give a fuck. And, there's <laughs> a, and like, it's not their fault. It's like you're making. It's like you're giving them homework. You're subjecting them to your yeah. musical taste in a way that is not setting it up for success. Um, I don't know. So yeah, I I would say here's here's the here's the three. I said the first. I'll I'll go the first four Daylight albums and uh, Dilla's Donuts. If you are to love me as a person, okay, you you have to acquaint yourself with Donuts. I did it to my children. My girlfriend is palatable like, though. That's very powerful because oh, first of all, it's instrumental, which is it doesn't beg their attention. Yes, you know what I mean. It doesn't uh, offend. There's nothing. There's no, no crazy offensive yeah. shit. No, that's actually that's a good call because because uh, like asking anyone to it's like here, listen to fucking the Ghetto Boys. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not gonna happen. I would. I mean, I would. Man, yeah. I don't know. I, I yeah. I do think Native Tongue stuff is probably the safe the safest route. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And Dilla's, yeah, yeah, Donuts is a good call. I don't listen to enough like instrumental hip hop to really be able to think of other albums. <laughs> that is fucking I mean, ironic like, as hell. I, mean, like, I guess introducing would work too, but like if they're if she's emo, if she's emo, yeah, if in her car ride, I mean, driving at night might be good. Long car, long car ride. We could run yeah. some introducing. Okay, I would, I would maybe throw some fucking uh, some soul side shit in there, like like. There is a like lady don't take no mess. Take no. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Hot people by by uh, uh, lyrics born. There's a lyric song like aim for the flicker and flicker. There, there's by the way those songs yeah. would, would be great for the uh, electro people. Too. Oh, that's right, rich, rich. Yeah. Uh, fuck with soul sides, but if your lady listens Lateric. to lyrics and really gets it, like the song lyrics, she oh, don't cute. play that song. <laughs> that's, that's like the ultimate like anti catnip. Because like that song, like that song, I, I did this thing. Uh, like uh, where I, I named like some of my favorite records and that was one of them. And the, and the two guys who did it with me, shout out to them though. The, uh, Let the record state, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and uh, they were both like, yeah, we didn't really, uh, this was not one we were really into. <laughs> and I, and I fully understand it, you know, cause it's a, it's incredibly challenging. It's like purposely challenging record. Absolutely. So but if I she rocks with that, then she's a keeper, bro. If she can yeah. listen to two people rap at the same time. Yeah. In different ears, who <laughs> rap insanely in different ears. <laughs> but but I'm saying like you could, I mean, Lady No Techno, uh, yeah. uh, Mud Zapper, uh, like the Mud Zapper remix of yeah. uh, Muse Zapper or whatever it is. They, they have a lot of songs that are palatable too. 
And they're singing uh, my ex-wife, uh, to bring it all the way back. My ex-wife was, I mistakenly played her balcony beach one time. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, okay, this is this is kind of dope. Oh, so there's okay. there's like a musicality with the soul side stuff that I think works. They're not too macho. It is rapping for rap's sake, but there's like a a, a, a musicality undercurrent that I think would work. So uh, Keith, we gave you about seven, just not the ghetto boys. Um, I, got, I got another one I just thought of that, that sorry to keep yeah. going. Uh, the song Happiness by Dead Prez is a very, oh, okay. the very, it's, it's a, it's like a very pretty beat. Yeah. It's positive song. Uh, it's, it's a, uh, I don't know. I've always loved that song. And like when I would make mixes for girls back in the day, like I'd always put that one on. You throw that one in there. Yeah. yeah. And I think it would, I, those things, when I, I used to make a lot of mixes for girls. That was my whole move back in the day. Absolutely. The, the, the Cusack one too. Like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be holding the boom box outside. <laughs> You didn't throw slap a white boy on there? No. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I kept away the uh, the really heavy shit. <laughs> but I had, my, I had my go-to shit that I was like, she'll like this. Was, you know, yeah. really oh, I, I so did that. And there's some girl who has like a tape with a bunch of Gangstar on it that's just thrown away somewhere. Okay. Like <laughs> I knew not to do Gangstar. <laughs> there's certain types of rapping that are just not like, I didn't put Cool G Rap on. I didn't do, like right. I might be Smooth Operator would have made it on there. Okay. Um, not a uh, not uh, bad to the bone. <laughs> no, no, like, no, no rock him. You know, like I didn't put lyricist, like like super lyricist guy. I don't know if Kane is, but you know, uh, you're if you're gonna be lyrical miracle, you have to be a little bit of sex symbol, and I think Kane is the is the is the the medium there. You have um, a good voice. Uh, the voice is important. Um, as I'm learning, as I get older and less attractive, that voice holds a lot of weight. Voice and hands. Hold more weight than like a face does. <laughs> um, why women fuck with us will continue to be a mystery. Yeah. That's how I know that sexual orientation is real. I have a friend who's like, I'm just tragically attracted to cisgender yep. men. Yep. Like, if I had a choice, I wouldn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, thank God. Yeah, exactly. 100%. 100%. Sound bad. <laughs> uh, Block, I appreciate you uh, making Pleasure. the time, man. Pleasure. I love this shit. <laughs> so uh, let us know what you think um, we are we're workshopping it a um, couple more titles potentially you just let me know what you think um, lethal erection uh, squirter was the case or dare is a backside these all sound like porn titles that's the thing is like they're all I, I gotta think of ones with like love in them like there's gotta be some heavy d songs or something where you could flip that's that's kind of where i wanted to go with it just to make it inclusive and not to be nothing but love for you uh i don't know i gotta gotta think i got think of things with love in the title so we can uh so we can make it to uh the stony island network and uh and have some have some legs but man it's it's been super cool thank you for indulging this idea um Hey, hit us up with more questions. Uh, you can feel free to DM me if it's if it's uh, you don't want to put your personal biz out there. Um, or me, I'll, I'll 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 accept questions too if you want to send either of us. Okay, hit up yeah, hit up Blockhead with all your questions about erectile dysfunction. Um, <laughs> he's ready to answer, and uh, you know I'd, I'd love to do it again, man. Yeah, I'd love to too. This was fun. There comes a time when you've got to have change.
But very seldom do you have this type of change. This is simply a tall, handsome, good-looking dude. The girls know who he is. Who is he, girl? Sweet Charles. Who? Sweet Charles. Who is it? Sweet Charles. Thank you.